going on, people? This is live after hours in the man cave with your host Terry Wiggs. There you go, host Mark Kane. Go, host Mark Kane. What's going on, everybody? You know who this is after hours. This is your host Tay Wiggs. Co-host Mark Kane. I mean, first and foremost, NBA is coming back July thirty-first. We're going to do October. Uh, MLB stabbing came. They still fighting between amongst themselves. First and foremost, I mean. We can actually talk about what's going on in the world too, with uh, with the whole situation. Everything is going on with the Black Lives Matter movement. That matter pretty much says that I can. First and foremost, uh, Breeze and Malcolm Jenkins, both New Orleans Saints. That Malcolm Jenkins is a safety as well for the Saints. First, I want to start off with that topic. It was a very touchy topic. So you had earlier today or yesterday, right? Drew Breeze came out and said he will. He said he don't disagree. He don't agree with everybody doing right now, but you know he said he will follow the cause and the movement was going on with black people and the first thing that came out his mouth was he said that his great-grandfather his grandfather before them has fought for this country they bled and shed tears and he said he don't agree with the players is doing and then Malcolm Jenkins followed said told Drew Brees can't slide with this one because at the same time Malcolm Jenkins and his great-grandparents as well fought for the American flag as well with blood sweat and tears and on top of that what Malcolm Jenkins said he said that the African man, when he fought in that war, didn't come home, uh, he was welcome. But Drew Brees' great-grandparents came home to a welcome. So when you hear that, Marcus, what you think about what Drew Brees said that day? Was that distasteful or he could have waited until... I mean, I mean, I think it, it was uh, it was kind of a statement because he knows, you know, what this whole healing um, on the field ground is all about. If he doesn't know by now, then it's like, it's truly a shame. Uh, and if he, you know, if he felt that way, he should have kind of kept it to himself. Right. And, you know, and just kind of live with that because now he he didn't put it out there. Not everybody's question. Is he racist? You know, LeBron stepped in. He called him out. Um, He just got everybody questioning Drew Brees or what he really stand for because his comments is really insensitive at this particular time. You know, when basically the whole country is protesting another tragic situation that that wasn't called for a cop killed another black man. Absolutely. You know, for not. a legitimate reason wasn't so. It, it, I don't understand why I said it really too. So, with that being said, now we know Drew Brees is what he'd be what 42 days to start. He will be a Hall of Famer once it's all said and done. Now, do you think what he said carry over into the locker room? Do you think the other black guys and brown guys in that locker room going to question him? They're going to challenge his manhood. And this is the same guy that, that we see on TV rally his team up. They ruha and all that stuff. Now, what is going to happen in that locker room if they have a season there? How do you think that's going to go about with some of them? They got some alpha males in that locker room because at the end of the day, those are grown men. I mean, the majority of his team are black, black men. So it's not going it ain't going to end well for him. He got to throw the wide receiver, offensive lineman. It's like a real, like he going to really have to clear that up before the season starts. Yeah. Have a successful season. Or they go, um, you know, do what I think they've been planning to do, which is unrelated, is, uh, you know, put the backup as a start. So I think that's, that's something that the Saints want to do with him. Right. So I agree with the lineman got a block for he's going to get it. He's going to get a cheap shot in practice. So we know, because we heard the stories about quarterback. The quarterback was talking junk. He think he know what he's talking about. You know, the lineman can have a, a linebacker come up there and crush. So like you said, Marcus, it's like a tire. He got to come with something. He got to patch some things up. And that's going to be a tough one because Kaepernick, he took a new impression of black and brown people. 
we get treated differently from the other race. Period. You you watch TV, you watch TV, live PD, police come up to the car, to the white person, he don't have this. He comes to a black man's car or a black woman's car, his hand is on his gun, on his waist. So so what make you feel so comfortable coming to their car without without their gun, your hand on your, on your gun, on the waist, but you come to our car, vice versa, with your hand on your gun. We're not threatened because at the same time, we're trying to go home like you're trying to go home. So like I said, Kaepernick, do I think you come back and play? Me personally, I would tell him no. He said, why bring me back now? I've been trying to tell y'all this now for the last seven years. So you tell me a guy like Kaepernick is better than some of these guys that that, that we have seen on TV. Back up. You're talking about guys they bring in. I never heard it. So you tell me he can't get a chance. It ain't, it ain't about his skills to read a play. They blackball. All right. If they would have went, he would have been free. I mean, if we know he can play, we know he's better than a lot of the guys in the uh, – he's better than some starting quarterbacks. And he's definitely better than backup. So it's truly he getting blackballed. But on the flip side of that, he did get his money. You know, they probably – he got paid. So now this is just – this would be like a, a cherry on top. I got my money from y'all and I'm back in the league. You know, but like I was saying, like, I think um, his calling is to be an activist. Like it, he's like a face, you know, for uh, activism, protest, because that's basically, you know, what he did by affected culture much stronger in football. All right. Two, you know, you're just hearing different things coming out around. Not only is this is not happening, just only in the Saints locker room. I think the Denver Broncos head coach has something to say as well, pretty much. Hey, so he's, he said somebody's a place and time for everything, just like the New York Knicks owner. I want to say, is that James Dolan? They don't understand. Like, like you said, Mark, it's a place of time for everything. And you got to know what you say. You can't say anything erratic because it's going to make you look stupid at the end. It's all said and done. Speaking of basketball, with James, he said it's a place of time for everything. Right now, about when I heard that, like, do you know that your starting five African-American players? This is the reason why no superstars want to come play for you. <laughs> you had Charles Oakley banned from this game. You had Spike Lee, basically, he had to get kicked out and walked around to the other side. And you talking about he, you didn't know Spike Lee was going through those doors. Come on now, you know, the Spike Lee. Everybody knows A-list celebrities do not walk through the front door. Everybody knows they come through the side door with personal security guards. I think it's about time for that guy to sell his team. Uh, Knicks hasn't been relevant since. Really, the Knicks hasn't been relevant since 1999. And that was a half a season right there during, during the lockout. And the Knicks at that time, they was an eighth, they was an AC. We went all the way to the yep. So people, yeah, make people say, what? Well, right. Make, most people want to say, hey, it was irrelevant when they had Melo. Like I said, they was irrelevant really then in 99. And they made some noise. Mm-hmm. They made some noise in the playoffs with Melo. I think at best they like the seven or six seed. At best. And went home in the first round. The next one year, though, it was uh, the year J. Kidd played. But they got bounced. I think they had a high seed that year. Mm-hmm. But they got bounced in the first round. E.G. and Roy Hibbert. <laughs> Big Roy Hibbert. And it's just a lot going in between those certain things. Certain people just don't get it because they don't. If you ask me personally, some of them don't care. So I feel, uh, with this one basketball, July 31st would be in a new day, NBA. And that's October 20th. Now, the thing that we want to know is 22, 22 teams. You got third, was it 13 Western to nine East? So, they're going to battle it out. It's going to be like one game elimination for a couple teams to get into a play in the field. So they're going to have a tournament. Can we get the? Can we get an NBA tournament? Can it be a Western? We want to see this. If you had a chance to pick a champion or or a league eight or a Cinderella team, who probably be your once it's all said and done? 
who would be a Cinderella team that you would think, like, well, I ain't seen them making it this far. I think it, the, the team would definitely probably, they made it to the Western Conference. Uh-huh. This year, they had a, a rough year. Their best players were hurt. They signed, they signed Melo a couple months into the season. They never really got their jail. But this COVID thing, they helped them, their players get, you know, now they got Hassan Whiteside, now they're going to get Nurkic, they're going to get Zach Randolph, have Melo, CJ McCuffin, have Dane. They're going to be fully loaded. So they're going to have a very low seed, but they're going to be fully, like, that's a Western Conference final team. So I, I think they would be the Cinderella if, if any team would be. Yeah, they would be a dangerous team, like you said. And the, and the guys you named that's coming back, that's the majority big man. You talk about Nurkic, they play basketball almost tuned up. You got Zach Collins coming back. So you looking at all these pieces, with, like I said, you got Hassan Whiteside, you got legitimate three seven footers that can control the paint. You talk about Nurkic, it's almost like Nikolai Jokic because he can shoot, he can run the floor, he can defend. Look at all the different things that these guys can do in Portland. And Portland Trailblazers can be one of the teams that nobody wants to see. Uh, the whole thing is teams been laid for almost what two and a half months. You can say three. Which team do you think that may come back that may not be? You're like, man, this team was good, but they're going to let you down. What team is what, what team going to hurt the most? It would be an older team. It would be on the Western end. Maybe like, I hate to say this, but the, the Clippers? I don't know. You know, they, they didn't really have time to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe Kawhi Leonard is going to be a little more healthier, but those are some, those are veteran. That's a veteran team. And it, it's going to take them a while to get back in the swing and then rust out. And it was already, you know, having a little a semi-slump when it's all started anyway. The one team I can see that could be a disappointment and maybe that, that, that this can hurt, probably the Milwaukee. I can see that happening because I can agree with that. it takes a lot to get Giannis going. This season, I think Giannis really started to get to go and really start taking off. I always say around like the, the eighth ninth game of the season. So you're talking about they're playing 22 games. So you're looking at that with him. Remember, he just found he can shoot a little bit deep from the outside. He started knocking down a 15-footer. So you're talking about a player that can get back into. That could be a team that, that may be – that could actually lose in the second round of the playoffs. A surprise team to me that – who play, I would say in the Eastern Conference that people don't, probably don't want to play against, if it's if it's up to Roman. Oh, yeah. They was um, – you know, they was Roman before all this. Because Tyler Hero come back. Tyler Hero's back. Yeah, Tyler Hero. Right. Another team that's going to be fully loaded. And they system is, um, you know, it, it's like in stone. So they, they just come out there and they can pretty much play with anybody. Exactly. In their culture. Right. Can be a, to me, you know, Indiana's like a sleeper pick in the pants. Now, Victor Depot, they had a little strict, restricted minutes. So two days before when the virus, that night, he just got up, he got restricted up the minutes. So this could be another team that nobody wants to see either. So I'm going to say Pacers and Heat. Team that may be disappointed in the even Milwaukee Bucks. I think the Boston Celtics got it with to may slide. I mean, you we may see a Boston Celtics if they say they do if they keep everything. If you had an Eastern Conference to pick from, I would say Boston or Miami. If it can happen that way, I would I would agree with that. Too. I mean, unless um, KD come back, KD and Kyrie come back in secret. Now and those then, two then come I'll back. I take Brooklyn. I take Brooklyn. I'm there. If those two come back, I'm taking those two. <laughs> No, they said they wasn't coming back, but you know this went a little longer than I think they expected. I'm hearing both of those guys are healthy and they could play if they wanted. If they was to come back, I would say that I don't care how long they've been playing together. LeBron and Kyrie being four years ago, they gonna go deep in the playoffs. 
This is a legitimate question right here, Marcus, before we go to the Western. We know that nine, nine Eastern NBA teams, right? And they're supposed to be in the, in the playoff game. The Washington Wizards, is this more like, hey, Bradley Beal, we know we messed up. You should be an all-star. Is this more like, there's more pat on the back? Or is this two? Because they play in the nation's capital. Um, I think it's probably a mixture of all of that. They play in the capital. They, they play Brad Bill on them all-star. Um, he been, he, like if his, if they had a winning record, he will be in the MVP race. So I think it's all those. Um, and I, and I think they, they probably do got a legitimate shot. You know, they only play in eight regular season games, depending on who they play. Um, I can see them winning, you know, five. Uh, if the majority of the teams they play is in. Yeah. Cause I'm looking like, Let's not seem to come down. They said the Washington Wizards is going to be in. I said, okay, what's going on in the nation's capital? They were trying to take some Trump off, off Donald Trump. That's how I was looking at it from the outside looking in. Because I'm looking at the record-wise, they're only one game better than the Charlotte Hornets. Right. Charlotte got bumped. Right. So They, they just missed the cut. <laughs> just missed the So could there be a John Wall sign? Because I, like, I heard he's healthy. So if they get a John mm-hmm. Wall back with a Bradley Beal, you're talking about another team that could, that could solidify to be bumped in and probably can be dangerous. But on the hindsight, looking in, John Wall hasn't played basketball in two seasons. I don't think he's clear to running yet. If they say he I never heard anything they say he's going to be clear to run a place on five on five. So how are they going to do that? You tell this there's a lot of scenarios playing on to the storyline is going to be crazy. Like it, it's going to go from dead to like some news every day now. Because <laughs> it, it gave people who was hurt enough time to get healthy. They gave people who you didn't think was going to play at all in the season. They can play. And I think it may be some misinformation going around. Like you said, John Wall, you ain't heard he's been able to run yet. But, you know, they could be keeping things from the public. You never know now. <laughs> hey, I can't get mad, though. I guess the people up north, don't, I ain't going to leave y'all out. I know y'all should the defending NBA champions around the Raptors. Now, say this. Now, say the Raptors walk back into the NBA final. No DeMar DeRozan, no Kawhi. And Kyle Lowry carries them in Spicy P. So, now, now that, if Spicy P carried them to the finals, what, how that's going to make Kawhi Leonard? Because I think we all know he was the reason they won last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it, if anything, it will help Kawhi. Like, he, you know, kind of groomed Spicy P to be the guy this year. But if they do that, man, I, I, I always have. Things to say about Toronto. They never beat the Cavs. I don't really. So if they do that, then they have my fully respect. Even after they won the championship, have to well, I always the Astros they title just like the when the Warriors beat the Cavs. All right. If they go in and go back to, if they even go back to them, just put it that they get my. All right. Yeah. I says Milwaukee Bucks may be hurt, but this team right here gonna need a band aid, a gauze, parasa, and some cotton ball swap. The 76ers. Oh. We haven't. I haven't seen no pictures of Joel Embiid. We know he's the guy who got to be on the stretching table, eat grapes, and eat salads. Is Joel Embiid out of shape? Now that team goes as Joel Embiid. So now look at the 76ers. I'm looking like you gave Tobias Harris. What's that? Got 180 million dollars. He's been iffy. He's been like a roller coaster. He's been up and down, up and down. And you looking like you got Josh Richardson. Same thing, up and down, up and down. That 76ers season been up and down, up and down. This 76ers team to me has no identity. Has no leader, no guy that really gonna step up and put that team on their shoulders and get them over that hump. So you look at somebody like Joel Embiid, you can't take him serious. He's a jokester. He don't take. We say this all the time. I look at Ben Simmons. He can't shoot. He can't. Shoot. He can just drive to the hole. If you stop him from going to the hole, the Sixers are doomed. So 
if Joel and B can't get off, nor Ben Simmons, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. You relied on Tobias Harris and Jason Richardson. And like you said, they've been up and down. You don't know what you like Jacqueline Hyde. You don't know what you're gonna get every night. If say hypothetically, season we already said this this the set of the NBA is coming back. Now say the, the playoffs start. They lose in the first round. Coach is getting fired. See, I think this this COVID thing that gave him a, a break. I think had the season you know, played out in full, and then they got to the playoffs and lost them in the first round. You know, like you just said, he was a definite. Now I think they're gonna give him they're gonna give him a break. You know, depending on when the next season starts, I think they're gonna let him stay. It, it, unless for they get swept or something, then then it'll be good. if they make it a series, you know, like it goes seven games, I think they'll give him another shot. So we're gonna go right to the west. So they got thirteen teams in thirteen markets. So you already know. The these teams follow that would be in Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Blazers, Pelicans, Kings, San Antonio. Everybody, so listen. That's basically the whole coast. <laughs> everybody made it except for Minnesota and Golden State. Yeah, that was, was far out of the picture. You know, we didn't get to see the the, the D-Lo and, and Cash show. See hey. that. Um, and you know, you know, many times his mom passed, so I, I doubt. You know, he would have wanted to play Golden State. They, all they guys are probably good enough to play now. So stinky. Right. It, it wouldn't have started the whole, the start of all the shenanigans, Utah Jazz. What'd you just say? Because you lost connection there for a minute. I said the, the Utah Jazz who started all of this, this COVID, this coronavirus, you know, with a non-eventual with a uh-huh. Rudy Gobert. I think that's about to fall apart. The, I don't think if they, they, I think they've won enough to at least make the playoffs. good, and like they got bad team chemistry because the players not coming back. I don't see them doing well. That's going to be my disappointment, disappointing team for the West. So listen to this. We talk about Astro. Today would have been the first night of the NBA final, right? Popovich. This has been his what? His first year missing the NBA playoffs, right? It could be. The league <laughs> saved him because he's he's one of the thirteen teams that get invited to this. Tournament. I don't care if it's regular season or not. I'm looking at this tournament play as to me as playoffs. I'm sure how nobody sees it. Regular season. But NBA Trailblazers, number nine with 37 losses, followed by New Orleans Pelicans with 28 wins and 36 losses. Sacramento, 28 wins, 36 losses. You got Antonio with 27, 26 wins, 39 losses. So I'm looking at all these teams from nine to 13. Only one one and a half games separate these teams from to trying to get back in playoff contention. Losses definitely separate about one and a half games as well. But to capture that AC, they gotta beat somebody gotta beat Memphis. Memphis 32 wins and 32 losses. So looking at that lower half of the Western Conference, you said the Portland Trailblazers. Now looking at that squad, like you said, uh Nurk, uh, Zach Collins. You got these guys coming back. This team could be dangerous. Could be a danger. The other guy more let's put for Damian taking the pressure off Damian is CJ McCullough. Because we started getting I was starting watching some of their games more too. Like you said, Melo's there too. The young guy, Anthony Simmons, he's been stepping up. Jerry Trent Jr., he's got – so that team can be a very dangerous team. But in hindsight, you're looking at those three. You said the Utah Jazz may be disruptive. The COVID Jazz, you're looking at those guys in circle that, that nobody's really talking about. OKC, CP, CP3, McCullough, and there he's been there. Right. He's a true to players. And, you know, like I said, we had to be CP. He's done know anybody's MVP conversation. Chris Paul can easily be yeah. a, he can easily be an MVP with that team. There's no Kevin Durant. There's no Russell Westbrook. There's no Stephanosa. There's no Serge Ibaka. 
It's Jeremy Grant, Stephen Adams. Who is it? Shea Gilders, Alexander. It's those guys. And Marco Bellinelli. Those guys. And Marco Bellinelli been a journeyman so far, thus far in the league. So Chris Paul, that Thunder team can be a dangerous team. Like I said, they can, they made plumbing for fourth down just because what's going on in their life. Uh, who's your Cinderella team? That was my Cinderella. Who's your Cinderella team? You know, so I was saying Portland. Uh-huh. I, I think they could uh, easily upset a bunch of teams. As long as they don't play uh, the Lakers in the first round, they'd be good. If they get like the seventh, like great. Well, depending on how the Clippers. Well, who's in the, the Clippers? Second place. The third. Se- they in second who's place. The Clippers, they played 44 wins and 20 losses. The Lakers is first place, 49 wins. It'll be very tough. But if they can somehow get to the six, they can go far. But if they got to play the Lakers, that for Kawhi, if come back like they want to win the whole thing. Uh-huh. Um, so who will be my second? Let's go with the uh, Grizzlies. You think, man? Young guys, they're kind of banged up. John Morant, you know, they're playing like he been, uh, like he's a veteran. Uh, Jaron Jackson, uh, those guys have been playing real good. You know, they've been playing. There was an AFC going in. Uh-huh. And I, I think they, um, you know, just from them being rookies, you know, way behind the ears, not knowing any better, I think they believe they can beat people and they can upset them. No, no New Orleans Pelicans, no Pelicans, no Zion Williams. So you got Zion, Lonzo, hey, Lonzo Ball is stepping up. Can't they promote them? They got a nice young team, man. With that team down there, you got Drew Holiday, no Anthony Davis. You know what I'm saying? That's a big piece gone right there. No Boogie for last year. So he, he lost some core guys. Alvin Gentry got that team believing. Can they be some, do some damage? The whole thing is he going to come back overweight. I'm going to say the question is no. I'm going to say no, to be honest with you. You talk about guys that play in the professional league. It's not like how back in the day when you had a guy named Oliver Pig Miller, who was 300-something pounds, way out of shape. Respect, Pig Miller. He's built like Jason Whitlock. <laughs> Huge guy. You can't do anything. Pitch him on the floor. That's what he's built like. Uh, yeah. I think the Pelicans would be all right. They was one of those teams at the later half of the season that was merging. It's catching it because only Zion could dunk. It's about how Zion move on the floor. He's moving kind of well. We see that he was winded. He kept moving on the floor, becoming all day. But it's something there. They could be a dangerous team. But there's another team, I'm going to say, who may surprise people. They could be dangerous. This team is TTG. Russell Rusbrook don't get tired. James Harden lost 20 pounds. We seen Husky Harden. We never seen Slim Harden. <laughs> now, by him losing weight, is he going to lose some of that strength? That's the whole thing. Because it's pictures of him going around the internet on Instagram. The guy lost 20 pounds. Now, if he lost some of that 20 pounds, are you talking about him averaging 30? This dude may average 50 in this short time, in this short span of the season because he looks so slim. He's the same size that he was. He's an okay. He's a veteran. Mm, I forgot about that. The picture I seen of Harden, he was looking kind of easy wearish, you know, a little bummy. <laughs> But he did look slim. I don't think he's going to lose the strength. You know, he's still going to be able to travel, to step back. Could be another spot of so many teams. And that's why there's 13 teams. In so they all got one or two players that can. It is Dallas Mavericks. I think I think two teams that we may be watching is going to be fun to watch in this short of a season. His son's got a bucket over here, Devin Booker. Sacramento Kings with Buddy Hill. And I think. Think it's gonna it's gonna be some scoring, man. A lot to say. We know the top three, te- the top three, te- those are, but they've been high. Huh, want that back. if they go along with the tournament format. I think that's one of the. Yes, sir. Yo, Mark. Yeah. 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 I think 
the whole thing. So I can always go back and check. Um, with that, they got some buckets in um, Sacramento and Phoenix. Now, you look at those picks, with those, like you said, with those 13, which think the outcome once that's all said down? Which team do you see going home because it's more of those teams? I'm going to say teams that go home would be to make it to that, to make it to that, that final eight. To make up the 16 playoff roster format. I'm gonna say the LA team. It's a shame that we have LA, um, you know, the Staples Center playoff thing. That's it. So we can get you know, one of games to mm-hmm. Utah, Dallas, Portland, Houston. I think that's it. Yeah. All right. You, you know, I said Memphis could, you know, upset some team. I think they're not, you know, if all the veteran teams play like they're supposed to, you know, Memphis not quite ready yet. New Orleans, you know, Zion came back too late. But Phoenix, nah, San Antonio, they're going to miss the team I'm missing. So you got Phoenix, San Antonio, Sacramento, New Orleans, and Portland. Yeah, and, say, and Sacramento, I, and Cyber Fox, they just, and Buddy Hill, I don't think they got enough. Once it's all said and done, I think the Memphis Grizzlies going to walk. Then they're going to go home. So I agree. I'm going with your pick that you said earlier. I think I'm I think I'm arrived with that Portland. Hey, New Orleans and Memphis is playing on raw talent. Two, that both them teams are really good veterans. Drew Holiday for the Pelicans and Valach for the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though you got Jay Crowder, we seen Jay Crowder in big moments. He shrinks under got traded from Cavs. The the Pelicans Right. The Pelicans don't even use Etwan Moore, right? So you talk about veterans on the team don't get used, right? So that's a whole lot going on. I'm going to get that edge to Portland Trailblazers. Everybody's coming back healthy. They got the train to go, guys. They got the snipers at both the, at both the guard with CJ and Dan. Better luck next year. Phoenix, San Antonio, Sacramento, New Orleans, Memphis. You was just there. You just had it, Memphis. You don't, you don't have what it takes for the Portland Trailblazers. And they still got Carmelo Anthony. I mean, I think had the season just, you know, went as planned, I think Memphis would have made it because, you know, Portland was just hurt. Since they gave them time, you know, time to get healthy. Now, the crucial thing, too. That, that ruined their chance. Yeah, it ruined the rookies, the, the young guys' chance to get some playoffs. And what's crucial was New Orleans had the easiest schedule. True. And that, too. And I hate when people say the strength of schedule. This is the easiest part of the schedule. There's no such thing as an easy schedule. Hey, everybody, just, right. you play your Western Conference teams four times. You play your Eastern Conference teams, either you play them twice so there's no such thing as an easy schedule. Is they looking at a record record loss? Because it could be some teams that are like, you know what? We right, we made the playoffs at least twice. Right. We got we got at least beat y'all. So Portland's getting in. Terry Scott's for his team. And like I said, Portland Trailblazers, Thunder, and Rockets could be a dangerous. Speaking of the Paul Joe, Bron James, Anthony. What I want to say is the Denver Nuggets can be a dangerous team. Jokic just lost twenty something. He's, to me, I was calling him El Gauskins. He's more, he's more agile. He can move, he can score, he can pass down. He got it all. Jokic can post up game, a big man's dream. That's what's going to hurt the Clippers. They have a true big man. Anyway, I think what's going to hurt them is Paul George and Kawhi is the same play. They both want the ball in their hand. So they're going to have to get a situation. In. Who's going to take game with the shots? The Lakers? The picks, pick somebody. Lou Will, maybe? No, it's probably, it'll probably be Kawhi, if anybody. The Lakers? But another thing is, how they going to do the, um, you know, just, uh-huh. you know, like, you know, they got the waiver wire, you know, guys get waived. Like, are they still going to do that? Like, get no. a chance to play? I don't think they're just going straight into the seat because they have to because they, they're already behind the eight ball. And they're trying to keep certain guys and bring them in. I don't think that, I don't, that's one thing. I don't think that's going to work. Because if you wave a guy, you still got to bring that guy in. You got to get tested for COVID-19. You still got and he still got to get some games in. So you're talking about another part of Pandora's box where we don't know nothing about what's going to take that there. So 
waiver, like you said, we don't know, like you said, waiver, NBA draft. There's no NBA combine. So you don't know who you about to draft. You can't get no good looks because there was no NCAA tournament. NCAA tournament set the bar higher for NBA teams because you always had that sleeping player that makes it far in NCAA. And you have so that's how I see what's going to go on because no NCAA basketball. You can't get a look at a good player that comes from these colleges. The small, you got to talk about the little small colleges too as well. So you don't know who you're going to get because some some certain teams or organizations draft D2 players too as well. Or I mean, these break them in full. Right. How you know the draft? So basically now, it's like you got a blind see who you're going to draft. Yeah, that like all of that, like everything's going to get pushed back. Like the season going to start in uh, January, March, April next year. Like right. when they're going to have to draft, like you're saying, like it's just so many questions now with this, this pushback. You know that they haven't answered yet. Now, I'm just curious to see how they're gonna do it because it's it's gonna be real tricky. Yes, the only thing that's been organizations and ball clubs that benefit was the NFL. Right. NFL can move. Look, NFL can move, NFL had their draft already. They can move their season back another month because no matter when they start their season, their season will always be on time. Right. <laughs> True. So, so just imagine, say the NFL say, all right, we're not gonna start off in September. Right? The NFL season started on my birthday, September 10th. All right, we can move it back to October. And we can still play. They already played Super Bowl late February. I mean, early February. They can play in late February. They can still play February 20-something. All right, if we bump the season back to November, we can. And more than the way it goes, Super Bowl's already played in a hot season. It's, it's very rare that they play in a cold climate, unless it's in the Dome somewhere, like in Detroit. NFL was- I always get the the view, the high views and then the most TV money. They get the most TV money because they get the high views, too, because wintertime. Can't, if you have a snow day or can't go nowhere, they're going to have a football game. If it ain't on TV, it don't have to be your favorite team. You're going to watch it. Point blank, period. That's how that goes. Anything you got to say, Marcus, before we wrap it up? I think I think we didn't we cover it as we could <laughs> with the news that we got. All right. And we out of here. Peace. If your footwear is out of date, head to runwaysneakercloset.bigcartel.com. That's runwaysneakercloset.bigcartel.com, where they're committed to bringing the latest brands and quality shoes from Nike, Adidas, Puma, and the Jordan brand. Again, that's runwaysneakercloset.bigcartel.com.